currently we have in the Danville area 54 degrees, 51 in Lynchburg, 50 in Bedford, 52 in uh, in Roanoke and Salem, and 49 in Appomattox. I'm from the south side of Chicago, born and raised, south side of Chicago. You ain't got to clap, it's okay. Because um, wherever you from, you excited where you from, but nobody cares. If they're not from, they're like, mm, that's nice, you're not there now, so. Uh, great, go back home if you don't like it, nobody cares. But you love where you from. Uh, I'm gonna say this, listen, when I go into a group full of other cultures, I just have to let you know I'm black, just in case you were confused. <laughs> I don't know if anything may have thrown you off, you know. <laughs> Sometimes I like to go on vacations and, f- and forget I'm black. <laughs> I know you don't understand it because you don't have to live with what I have to live with. You can't just walk in the world and forget you're black. It will quickly remind you, okay? <laughs> like you, sir. Nice man, you go into a restaurant, they have, have terrible service. You're like, I need to speak to a manager. Manager comes, you're like, hey, this waiter cussed me out and his food is terrible, it's cold. They're like, no worries, sir, we're gonna, on the house, we're gonna remake your, it's, we got you, no worries. I do the same thing. I'm like, I need to see a manager. They're like, for what? I'm like, cause it's, it's terrible service. Manager comes, I tell him what's going on, he says, sir, you interrupted everybody's meal. You have to pay for everybody's or we're gonna call the cops. <laughs> you pick which choice. <laughs> That's not cool. No. <laughs> He's a funny guy. Oh, I yeah, do absolutely. like him. But that sucks. If that's the case, that's not good. I'll tell you what else sucks. What's that? Well, I mean, if you're, if you're Sylvester Stallone, <laughs> I mean, he married. I didn't realize she was 19 and he was 40 when they married. I mean, yeah. I, I guess I got something in common with uh, you, Adrian. Well, you know, Rocky. But, but now she's in her 50s and he's right, 70. Right. So he, it's he's, like, he's kind of like there. you and Kara. Well, a little bit like me and Kara. A little bit? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Uh, we're going to pick up this this story because I, I, want, I want it to be. Uh, well, well, we had a, we had a, a listener because mm-hmm. we were talking about um, Adam Levine and how he and his wife are are you know trying to work it out even though he's big cheater pants and right. um and then he was talking about sylvester stallone and how he and jennifer flavin uh after 25 years of marriage split up over a dog well yeah this is uh, this is what we're gonna hear okay but the actual reasons weren't stated and when jennifer spoke to people magazine about it she only had this to say i'm sad to announce that after 25 years of marriage I have filed for divorce from my husband, Sylvester Stallone. While we will no longer be married, I will always cherish the more than 30-year relationship that we shared. And I know we are both committed to our beautiful daughters. I ask for privacy for our family as we amicably move forward. But when you're in the public eye, nothing is ever really private. And it wasn't so long after this statement that it was revealed that a dog may have been more involved in their divorce than anyone could have imagined. As people try to make sense of the ending marriage between mm, Sylvester Stallone, yes. but have you is seen it, the dog? But is it going to end? Because he just posted a picture this week. I saw the picture of him and the dog. Well, I saw the picture of of him and Jennifer walking hand in hand away, and his post of "wonderful" on it. So, are they? I mean, they're holding hands, and is this a current picture? It, I don't know. 
I don't know if it is. I don't know if it's current or not. But on Monday, he shared the photo on Instagram. Um, this is like a month after she filed for divorce. Right. And he captioned it wonderful. And a throwback picture of he and Flavin with their three daughters. Um, Sophia, 26. Sistine, 24. Scarlett, 20. He has beautiful daughters. Yeah. They are very beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're their mom yeah, and their true, dad. True. Um, and he, he put on there, you know, uh, these girls are my priority. Nothing else matters. Um, four of us forever. Yeah. Well, I heard about some audio out there going, It's me or the dog! <laughs> well, uh, apparently... Uh, where do you want me to have your mail forwarded to? Apparently, there <laughs> there was a dog involved. Um, now, what kind of dog is this? This is a big black... Rottweiler. Uh, Rottweiler. I thought that's what it was. So... It's, it looks like it's every bit of 100 pounds. He's Well, not yet. I think he's still pretty young, oh. but... He will be. Also, it's a young dog. I mean, I mean, he looks pretty young in the picture mm-hmm. to me. He good size, but right. Um, so he's a Rottweiler named Dwight. Dwight okay. after his new character in his show. Oh, okay. and he wanted the dog for protection. Flavin wasn't on board apparently. Okay, and it was like the straw that broke the camel's back. Hmm. Evidently, um, wow. so I I don't know. I don't think that's what d- did it though. Because there is a photo of um, Stallone's other dog, Butkus. Oh, yeah. He had Butkus for years, yeah. Yeah, the bull mastiff mm-hmm. from the Rocky franchise. Yep, yep, yep. Um, He covered up a large tattoo of her face, Jennifer's face, with a picture of the pup. Oh, oh. Bad, bad move. That was a bad move. Even for you, Stallone, that bad was move. Dumb. That was dumb, Sly. That was a dumb, dumb thing to do. Man. I don't, I don't know. I can't see his arm in this picture of them walking away. Right, right. But every time she sees that daggone dog's face, she's going to remember that you covered her face up with that of a dog. See, that's not going to go well. Man's best friend, I've heard. I, I'm, well, I'm not saying it's the case in my case. My wife is my best friend. It's going to keep you warm friend. at night, buddy, because I can tell you. Well, my little dogs don't keep my shoulder warm at night. They're so small. Well, he's, he's saying, I mean, he's not... He's not wanting to to give up yeah. uh, on the on the divorce because well, she has she has filed for divorce right. and uh, she said that it has um, upon information and belief the husband has engaged in the intentional dispensation depletion and or waste of marital assets. Wow, that's a statement and a half. Which has had an adverse economic impact on the marital estate. Hmm. That's how the okay the document reads. I don't wow. know. That sounds a lot of. A lot of lawyer talk there. I know. It's like, well, I hate. I don't want to see any marriage. Yeah, and I don't want I, you know see the dog kit to the curb either. I mean, you know. I just think it's interesting I that they can coexist. You got Adam Levine and his wife staying together, right? Right. Despite his over, infidelities, right? And they're splitting up over a dog, right? There's got to be more to the story. Yes, I would think. <laughs> Fight hard, go. Rocky. Yep. Fight for that marriage. Do it. Win her back. <laughs> Do what it takes. Run the beaches of. Los Angeles, if he, that's what you have to do. He still looks so good. He does. And I saw that movie, Samaritan, that you told me about. It is such a good movie. I love that movie. It is such a good movie. And he has so. a new uh, a new series that's starting now. So tell me about the series real quick. Well, um, the he, his character's name is Dwight in the series. Right. And have you seen the ads at all? I have not. Okay. Um so he's like, you know, I married the mob. It's called Tulsa King. Okay. Uh, it's a Paramount Plus series. Oh, it's on Paramount. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, 
and it, it's uh, he's taken on a role uh, starring as a mob boss. Oh, okay. And his character Dwight comes out of prison after 25 years. Okay. And uh, expects to be rewarded for keeping his mouth shut. Ah, okay. And and he said, you know, I married this life. It's time to see if it married me back. Interesting. Apparently, he gets betrayed. Oh, darn. I'm excited about it. And he has to go kill off people. I don't know. It's a great series. I'm going to be watching it. (laughs) That's for sure. 866-916-3776. Good morning. You're on the Morning Jam. Hey, Mark. uh, It's Taylor Sheridan doing it, too. The Yellowstone. Oh, really? Oh, it's going to be good, then. Yeah. I'm excited uh, about it. I'm I'm a huge Stallone fan. I've been so since. Dude, probably First Blood or Rocky, but yeah. I've seen every single Stallone movie, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, If course, I ever want to get my husband to watch a movie, I just have to tell him it's a Stallone movie, and he's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I just showed my daughter Daylight the other day because she's... Uh, she lives in a Newport News, and she's like, "Oh my God!" She said, "I'll never look at the tunnel the same." Yeah. After that, but um, cliffhanger. I don't know. You need to ask people what their favorite uh, Stallone movie is. Mine would be Cliffhanger, I think. But of course, I like First Blood too. But uh, yeah, which one out of the series do you like? Uh, uh, I- that's a that's a hard one. I I got I guess I got to go with Cliffhanger. You know? Okay. I mean, but the First Blood series, or, or the Rambo series, I like the second oh, one. Oh, First Blood. The first, the first blood, one, okay. The I like the second one, where, where he shoots that guy with, he screws that little thing onto his arrow and shoots him and he explodes. Oh, yeah, that's great, too. And I remember going to the theater yeah. over at the mall when it was across from Charlie's, and mm-hmm. the whole place was sold out for Rambo, and yep. the people were standing out, out, and that's when people actually went to the movies. Yeah, and uh, when a movie come out, it was like, "Oh man, we're standing in line for." Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was all part of the experience, wasn't it? Yeah. Hey, thanks yeah, for the call. Yeah, I remember that, but uh, yeah, I hope maybe I could ask a question here and see who's see who's uh, everybody thinks is the best Stallone movie. Yeah. Right. This new series looks fantastic. Oh, I'm, well, I'm, I'm like excited about that it, one. You know? Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I've got a lot of TV to watch uh, come this winter. Because I like the uh, escape. Was that the name of the movies that he did, uh, where oh. he has to break into the prisons and those? They, I think those movies, yeah. movies were good. Uh, so tell us your favorite Stallone movie four three four two four eight zero seven zero four. We'll see if there's a consensus there. Got Yellowstone, uh, Jack Ryan, um, uh, the Manifest. Are those, those are just three the ones that he's those, done. Well, those are the ones that are going to be coming out in the next few months. Oh. That I'm going to be, you know, after, of course, football, uh, college football, bowl season And let's not over. forget NASCAR. Well, NASCAR will be There's over. There's going to be like you know. a, a, a little dip in your sofa with the shape of your butt in it by the time you watch all of that. <laughs> hey, we'll be back with uh, some story about, uh, story about it. Uh, Senator Mark Kelly, who has made a career out of criticizing dark money's influence on politics. Uh, we'll we'll take a look. There's an interesting twist in that story when we return. There could be a person out there, maybe one or two, that would say, over the top with Stallone, where he's a truck driver arm wrestler, this song was really brought to light during that movie. Kenny Loggins will take us out at 817 with Meet Me Halfway on The Morning Jam.
The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. So I pay for everybody's meal. <laughs> it's just different when you're black, man. It is. You know, because you don't know who's with you or not. You know, if I walk into a group full of white people, I don't know what type of room it is. I don't know what to say. It's just the truth. I don't know. What type of room is it? He's in Utah to room full of white people. I wish there was something you could do, like, oh, y'all go through a program and then you get a badge. You know that that's your ally. Like, you go through, like, the cultural class and you love everybody and you got a badge. So if I'm in a tight situation, like, I'm stealing some grapes from the grocery store eating them, and I see a white guy standing, I get nervous. He's like... <laughs> the badge. I understand your struggle. Continue on eating. Right. Yeah, see, I would like that. I would like for that for people for with some common sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so... That's so, all I'm saying. We were we were we were working on some uh, <laughs> some Sylvester Stallone movies mm-hmm. that not necessarily made prime time. Well, we've got some uh, people have sent in some of their favorite ones. Oh, they have okay, yeah, like uh, like Cliffhanger, Cliffhanger, okay. uh, original Rambo, things okay. like that. Uh, these did not make the list. I see you've given up shaving. No, I shaved. You call that a shave? I swear I shaved. What did you do? Use a lawnmower? Joey, what girl's gonna marry you if she's gonna get cut to pieces every time she gets close to you? <laughs> Stop or my mom will shoot. That one didn't make it. I yeah. haven't seen that. It's you not have. a bad I had. It's not a bad. It's a funny film. I did see this one. Where are we going? Tennessee. This man's gonna be a country singer. The lone dog. Oh, dog. That's country. That's rigor mortis. What's the matter? You're wrecking my dignity. I'm a cabbie. I'm not a rhinestone laundry bag. I mean, the first time I was ever on stage, I thought I was gonna die. What'd you do? I threw up. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Jane Wayne. Meet your strange-looking hero. Look at the way you dress. You look like a moving violation. Hey, y'all. This man's from New York. Buzzer! Wow. Wait, wait a minute. I'm supposed to say that. What's the difference? The difference is it's my horse. There you go. Dolly Parton and Sylvester Stallone, rhinestone. What a pairing. I saw it. I saw it at the drive-in theater, and I'll confess I... I thought it was funny. Really? I did. I've got an idea. Let's put Sylvester Stallone, you know, the Rambo guy. Let's put him with part and Dolly, you know. she's That's right. Well, she just not? finished 9 to 5. She's on a roll. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah. I loved her in Straight Talk, where she becomes a talk show host. That's uh, that's one of my favorites. She's done a bunch of cute. Yeah, fun, my I favorite Dolly in, film. In, uh, uh, oh, shoot. Still Magnolias. and Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, favorite so didn't Stallone Dolly movie. say she had an affair with Stallone? Absolutely not. She's no, huh? She didn't have an affair with anybody. Okay, she's been I'm... pretty pretty unscathed. Mm-hmm. There were there were rumors of things like that, but yeah, no. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna shut that one down right now. Shut it down. Shut it down. Doors closed, locked. 
<laughs> the party's over. <laughs> All right. Uh, and it may be over for a Democratic Senator Mark Kelly, but probably not because they can get by with anything. Yeah. Um, he has been criticizing dark money's influence on politics for a while yep. in Arizona. Yep, yep. He's the former astronaut. Oh, no. Is he the astronaut? I think so. Yes. Former astronaut. That's correct. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Uh, Left wing committee, mm-hmm. SOMAS PAC. Right. That works to get Latino voters to the polls. That's right. all right. Y'all keep bringing those Latino voters well, Wait in a minute. I thought he got see how they're gonna vote. Joe convinced to build more of the wall in Arizona. That was my understanding. They dropped $100,000 into canvassing for Kelly mm-hmm. on September 19th. The Federal Election, election Commission records uh, records show since late August, they have pushed $338,000 into Arizona. Wow. His uh, the SOMAS pack is primarily bankrolled by anonymous donations. <laughs> right. George Soros passed through nonprofits. George Soros. Kelly has said in the past, undisclosed contributions are poisoning the American political system. Yep, they are drowning out the voices of everyday Arizonans. Can you say dark money? Isn't that racist? Unless they're saying. giving the money to him. Right. Uh, according right, exactly. to the SOMAS PAC filings, the group has received $4.1 million wow. from the North Fund, a nonprofit that hides its donors okay. and boasts connections to a billion-dollar dark money network managed by the D.C.-based Arabella Advisors consulting firm. Okay. The North Fund reported $9.3 million in undeclosed donations in 2019. Mm-hmm. The 6030 Fund, a nonprofit incubator overseen by Arabella Advisors, was the North Fund's sole funder that year, according to their tax forms. Okay. And at least one individual who also works on behalf of the North Fund and Arabella, mm-hmm. who is listed in North Fund's tax forms as general counsel, is also general counsel for Arabella Advisors, according to the website. Okay. The hypocrisy is strong. Interesting. Very, very strong. Wow. Well. And now he does have an eight-point lead. He's a Democrat. But. They tend to get away with it. uh, Needless to say, they did not respond (laughs) to uh, Are they having, we should be talking about debates. I wonder how many of these Republicans and Democrats, I know the the guy from uh, Fetterman, you know, the one who had the stroke, and Dr. Oz are running against each other. Of course, he said he would agree to, under certain terms, he would agree to a, a debate, but it's like four weeks into the, um, you know, the pre-voting voting. Right. So he's going to, you know, just a couple weeks before the election. That way they can, oh, I've already voted for the guy. Dang, he can hardly talk. Well, don't forget, um, it is the first day you can vote. Yeah, in, Virgi- er, in, in Lynchburg. In Lynchburg. Yeah. Uh, so that, that is opening up. One mm-hmm. of those yep. city council candidates, Larry Taylor, yes. uh, is having an event to, taking place tomorrow from 9.30 until 2.30, mm-hmm. 2109 Tulip Street. And he's asking for uh, help from the community as they're working to uh, demolish a house in uh, a, a neighborhood it's been um it's been condemned mm-hmm. it's got to go uh, right apparently larry has already done this to one condemned home yeah uh, bought the property turned it into a park for children in the neighborhood there mm-hmm. on tulip street right uh, now they're looking to expand that park for the children in that area right and uh they've got their their permit they're going to be demoing that starting at 9 30 tomorrow morning okay. so if you're interested in doing that kind of thing be a good way to learn some things about larry too yeah you know watch him 
work under pressure there. Yeah, he uh, he walks the talk. There's mm-hmm. no doubt yeah. about that. We've Love got it. WDBJ7 coming up here in just uh, a little bit. We'll be back with some national headlines. And did you see in Alabama where they were forced to call off an execution because the guy didn't have good veins? Oh, really? They couldn't oh, do geez. the execution. Wow. They couldn't do a lethal injection. Bummer. So what's going to happen there? I don't know. Dale's on the line. you got about 60 seconds, my friend. We're up against a break. What's up? I'm just here with a special delivery. No one's answering the door for me. Oh, I'll be right there. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we got you know, Listen, hey, listen to him after the break. Oh, we got, we got Dale at the door. Janet's going to get up right now. And uh, in the meantime, I'll just tell you a little bit about our SoundCloud page. Go to it. You can get all the... Uh, <laughs> oh, it's going to be white chocolate, she thinks. If you had, had to listen to yesterday's story to find out what that's all about. Anyway... Go to our SoundCloud page, type in The Morning Jam on VTRN, and today's date, The Morning Jam on VTRN, and you'll catch Chris Feraldi. Lost his name there for a second. Chris Feraldi's interview that we had talking about the city, talking about what's going on with the elections, and today is indeed the first day that you can vote. So there we go. Is it white chocolate? Oh, boy. He's brought in gifts. All right, well, we'll talk to Dale here in just a minute. Right now, 8.31, CBS News Brief is next. Janet, do you want to report? Got about 10 seconds. I'm not happy. Okay. It's not real chocolate. We'll debrief later. And currently, we have uh, in the Lynchburg area, 51 degrees, 52 in Bedford, 55 in Roanoke and Salem, 54 in Danville, 50 in Appomattox. Just want to thank Dale uh, publicly on the air. He brought us a couple white they could just call them white Reese cups okay well it this is what it says and i appreciate the fact that they are at least having some integrity from the reese's well they company. are Reese cups uh peanut butter enrobed in white cream hmm. fancy <laughs> mm. uh now i i did try it uh mark barely I tasted his mine. he just went and it yep. was gone yep um but it was very sweet, I thought. And just to give it a little context, yesterday's, I don't have the script from it yesterday. Was it was National White Chocolate Day. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. contend that white chocolate isn't real oh, chocolate. Oh, here it is. Here's the question from yesterday. National White Chocolate Day was yesterday. Janet said, it says in the script, Janet says it's not really chocolate. Yes. We want to ask you what uh, really is it? Is it a con- considered a is it really chocolate confectionery? And, and the answer was yes. Well, because they petitioned. But only in 2004 did that right. happen. They petitioned for 10 years. Right, to get it. To get them to change the classification of what chocolate was. Right. So right. they could sell it as chocolate. Right. Reese didn't fall for it. I appreciate that, Reese. <laughs> And Dale, you just pick on me terrible. Why is that? Why do you get so much joy out of it? Because I'm your Lex Luthor. (laughs) (laughs) A very nice Lex Luthor. Thank you, Dale. Everybody everybody Uh, needs that. Now, um, can we hear your uh, buddy later on today on Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins about what time? If they answer my phone call, 2 2 in the afternoon. 2 in the afternoon. All right. And I have to give you kudos because I've heard you several times, and it's quite funny. It's quite funny. And they do. Just just briefly tell us, and then we're going to do our news stories. Just briefly tell us what they do at 2 o'clock. They put out a question. They have a, a word of the day or word of the week, whatever. It's like it's, you never know why it might be. If it's around Mother's Day, they'll have the top five songs they pick. Right. 
with a topic, and the topic might be songs with mother in the title. Right. Uh, last week it was ones with trains in the title. I didn't get through last week because my I was up in Culpeper watching my grandchildren, uh, and I, I was listening you. to them on the internet. My internet something went out. Bit, I think uh, Biden found out where I was and <laughs> shut it off. Well, when Dale calls in, you'll he's he's he uses a little bit different voice. He's quite <laughs> funny, and he always has. And you can tell the guys love it when you get through. Because they're always laughing at, at what you, because you always have something fun to say about Biden and what happened during the week or something. So uh, keep up the good work, friend. We, we appreciate you. Well, we'll try. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, early voting begins today in the November general election. However, this is the first time the city of Lynchburg is holding local elections in November. The city has 55,000 registered voters. That number has grown over the last two years and uh in january the virginia senate passed legislation to move all may local elections to november on your ballot you'll be voting for a u.s house of representative member and you'll be voting for city council given said normally when uh, local elections are in may the turnout is about 30 percent they're uh, hoping that numbers are going to go up now Mm -hmm. they expect that over the next 45 days 25 to 50 people a day will come through their doors she adds in lynchburg 20 to 30 percent of voters take advantage of early voting and the other 30 percent will go to the polls if you aren't voting early in person the deadline to apply for a vote by mail is friday october 28th okay roanoke city officials have released a video message in response to an unprecedented amount of threats towards school staff and students the message comes after patrick henry and william fleming high school were both placed on lockdown wednesday a 14 year old has been charged with a felony in connection with the lockdown at william fleming lucy addison middle school was also under hold uh or under a hold and secured status on thursday afternoon a lot of this is going on we had marco gabberth in the studio to talk about this yesterday and how if you do something like that better be ready because that kind of stuff doesn't get expunged from your record young person please uh consider when you when you're thinking of doing something silly like that anyway and if um, you have a friend who's considering yeah, doing it talk please out of do it. something to tell an adult and shut that down shut it down apparently according to to the uh, story here they think it's a game but it's not and it uh it causes all kinds of issues and also it upsets people uh, on top of it and so uh no, stop it is uh, what we like to say right here just stop it drivers in the bedford area need to be extra careful on saturday as 100 cyclists are participating in the great bedford valley road ride Hmm. all routes start and end at fallen creek park that's on county farm road in bedford four of the five routes will launch at 7 30 in the morning the fifth and shortest route will launch at 8 30 Bedford Centerfest is also underway on Saturday from 10 until 6, so be aware of that. Most cyclists will have completed their routes by approximately 3 p.m. However, there may still be some cyclists on the roads into the early evening hours. The Great Bedford Valley Road Ride is uh, a Grand Fondo, which is a large group ride that is not a race or a competition. Okay. Uh, This year, National Child ID Program celebrates its 25th anniversary and uh, some really cool things happening with that. Attorney General Jason Mieres and former tech coach Frank Beamer have announced a partnership with the National Child ID Program to provide child kits to students in 6th 
7th and 8th grade across the Commonwealth. Uh, Might not know this, but each year more than a half a million children are reported missing, according to Mary's. And and in Virginia, 2,500 children have been reported missing, and 400 right now are actively missing. He says 25% of all human trafficking cases include children, and the minority population are three times more likely to disappear or be abducted. Well, quick reminder uh, about the Virginia 10 miler. That's going to be held uh, tomorrow. And of course, the amazing mile at Amazement Square, that's mm-hmm. going to be held today. Um, so from 12 noon until 8.30 downtown, the Mosaic lot will be closed from 1 to 8.30. The movie lot will be closed. Mm-hmm. Depot lot will be closed from 3.45 to 8 p.m. And then uh, they've got from 1 to 8.30, Jefferson Street, 8th to 9th Street, no street parking. And then 3.30 to 8 on Jefferson Street, 7th Street to the movie lot is closed. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's just for today. Now, tomorrow, Virginia to Myler, uh, closures will start at 6 a.m. on Langern Road. And it looks like everything should be all said, all done by 11.30, between 11.30 and 12. Okay. So just be aware. Be aware. Yeah. Reroute, reroute, reroute. <laughs> exactly. Uh, if you weren't with us earlier in the show, there is a, a story that you're definitely going to want to check out if you if you have a, a chance, mm-hmm. um, because it is pretty amazing. Uh, it would mm-hmm. seem that uh, NBC's Today Show accidentally did a pro-life story, and right. they didn't even know. How in the world did that happen? What they were doing. Well, uh, what ended up happening was they were talking about this study that ha- was going on in Britain. Mm-hmm. And um, and they were they showed uh, babies in the womb. Right. And they showed a picture of them before the mama ate. Oh, and then okay. they showed a picture after the mama Just ate. Just to see if they get a reaction. Just to see them. if there was a reaction. Mm-hmm. And there was. The baby smiled after mom ate carrots. Oh, okay. Did not smile after the kale. Ah, um, dang. Yeah. So that that didn't that didn't like the didn't like that part. Um, but it was it was very cool to see the article. Yeah. Um, because it does it does show that um, babies do feel they do sure. taste right. they do you know. Well, uh, pro-life people have just been applauding uh, the Good job, today. NBC. Uh, you didn't call the baby a fetus. You called it a baby. Yeah. They were ooing and eyeing Thank over you. the baby, talking about how cute it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think that was what they intended no, to do. No, they weren't going for that. They were just, you know, trying to be cute, I guess. You know, it is a cute story. Oh, it was a, it's a beautiful story. It's just amazing how when it's a, a adorable story that they want to share, a cute story. A with, cute story. They call it a baby. Unattended consequences. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Did you see the Dr. Phil story? A, a new Dr. Phil installment centering on a, abortion and the Supreme Court decision. No. Had a pro-life advocate clash with the show's host and an audience member. Yikes. During several tense exchanges on Monday. No. Uh, in the first episode, pro-life activist Lila Rose sat down with the doctor as well as a pro-choice couple mm-hmm. to discuss various facets of, of the abortion issue, okay. including questions on when life begins. Okay. Um, here's a little bit from from that uh, 
story that was on uh, Dr. Phil. Of course, we've got that going on. Um, He said nobody on the panel is pro-death or pro-abortion, instead labeling the divide over abortion as a disagreement between those who are pro-choice and those who are pro-life. In vitro you specialist, well, no, you're let, looking to create let me, let me a single cell embryo, and then you know you have a new human life. So it, it is a scientific fact. Well, actually, it's not. Well, when do you when do you say human life begins then? There's well, it doesn't matter what I think. I I, I don't care what I think. What I'm saying is well, the scientific is- community does not have a consensus about when life begins. It's simply and that inaccurate. Is, You're sim- it's simply inaccurate. That's not true. If it's not a human life, why do you have to kill it? I haven't spoken over you, and you keep speaking over me, and I assume that's because you don't want me to finish my thought, which is, if anyone here wants to fact-check me instead of speak over me, you can go to the scientific literature. Wow. So apparently there was quite a bit of uh, tense exchanges Mm -hmm. over this. Why on earth would he take that on? I I don't know. Why? I don't know. Trying to be relevant still, maybe? I don't understand. Yeah. Um, But she does have a good point. Mm -hmm. If it's not a human life, why do you have to kill it? Yeah. You know? Uh, The survey found 96%... Of 5,577 biologists from 1,058 academic institutions surveyed affirmed that human life begins at fertilization. 85% who self-identified as pro-choice, 89% identified as liberal, 95% claimed that they held a PhD. Now, isn't that interesting? So, it would seem that they do agree. 96% 96% of them affirm that life begins at fertilization. Yeah. So she's right. Mm-hmm. Something's going on. Like I said, Life Magazine had those pictures from the 60s. And then at one point, a woman in the audience started yelling at her, oh, saying she had no empathy. <laughs> Nothing you can say will justify your lack of empathy, the woman said. Right. Okay. That's the problem. I feel like in this country at the moment, we're founded on a lack of empathy and we just keep up the tradition. You have no empathy. Okay. Rose replied that nobody talks about how devastating abortion can be on a woman's mental health. Mm -hmm. I talk about that all the time. Uh, To which the audience member began speaking over her. I wonder if he called the audience member out on that. Mm -hmm. Um, One woman said, do you know what it's like to get raped and have a child? What kind of trauma is that producing? And Rose said, the child's the innocent party there. Right. And then she replied, the child isn't born yet. It's not there. Wrong, madam. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Uh, that's, that's some mm, awkward yeah. awkwardness yeah. going on there. It's time for Janet's Five and Dine on the Morning Jam. Give her five minutes, and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. I'm just going to go back and watch the babies eating the carrots, because that was my favorite part, I will say. A Five and Dine is brought to you by our friends at FNL Market. They are located on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg, cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day and keeping their prices low so you can keep your food bill in check. Now, the baby did not like the kale. <laughs> However, I think if it had tried today's recipe, it would have liked it. Okay. Because this recipe has kale in it. It's one of the few ways that I can enjoy kale. Mm-hmm. It is a Tuscan white bean soup 
with sausage nice. and kale. Okay. And it's super easy to make. You can make it right in your crock pot, and it's delicious. You're going to start with some uh, Italian sausage. You can use uh, turkey sausage. You can use uh, mild, spicy, sweet sausage. They have all that covered for you okay. at FNL. And then you're going to start by taking that sausage and just, uh, you know, cooking it, crumbling it up, and, uh, and and getting it all drained of any of the, the fat. You want to get that off there because okay. this is a pretty lean meal if you do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you're going to take two cans of cannelloni beans, which are white kidney beans. Right. One of those you're going to puree because that's going to get you a nice thickness to your soup without adding in a bunch of flour and stuff like that. Okay. So... You're going to puree one of those. You're going to put that over into your slow cooker along with your sausage. And then drain and rinse the other can. Put that in there. Add your chicken stock. Put in some red pepper flakes, a little bit of uh, garlic, some chopped onion, some Yukon gold potatoes. You're going to stir that to combine. Season it with some salt and pepper. Cover it. Cook it on high for about three to four hours. Then you're going to add in your kale that you've cut up really fine and some parmesan okay and allow it to cook five to ten minutes just going to wilt that kale down and it is such a delicious recipe and what could be easier than that i like it it's going to be perfect for this weekend with those cooler temperatures that we have and uh, you want to see this recipe just go to facebook type in janet's five and dine you'll find this recipe and all the recipes that we share brought to you by fnl market where their meats are a cut above Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the Morning Jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. I come from a long line of Southern cooks, and one thing my mama always told me was ingredients matter. That's why I trust the experienced butchers at FNL Market, Lynchburg's only locally and family-owned independent grocery store. Their staff cuts and grinds fresh meats daily and will offer you the personal service you desire for everyday meals or special occasions. This week at FNL Market, save on fresh Chesapeake oysters, $22 a pint. Cooked crabs, $2 each from the Chesapeake. Bottom round roast is $3.98 a pound. Cube steak or beef stew is $4.98 for a family pack. And Jimmy D. Bacon, hickory or applewood is $3.98 for a 12-ounce pack. Sign up to be a VIP Savings Club member by texting FL Market to 833-605-1804. Stop by FNL Market today, 2517 Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg. Their meat is a cut above. Fast food place, get a large drink cup. Not a drink, a drink cup. All right? And then tape that cup to the roof of your car. You're there already, all right? And then just drive around. (laughs) People lose their minds, dude. You're saying you'll be at a red light and someone's like, hey! (laughs) Your drink's on the road! If you're a bad person, leave a dog leash hanging out the trunk. Oh, know? boy. Wow. <laughs> Don't put a dog on the other end. Just a leash, man. You're a bad person. You're a bad, bad person. Yep. If you, Although the drink thing is pretty funny. Uh, I, I like the drink one. If you were really diabolical, you could put like a car seat, but that would be really wrong. 
I had this. That's actually happened. Right. I had a, a D D one hundred Dodge A one hundred. I'm sorry, and it, and it had a grill in the front, and I had put this huge speaker. This is back in CB radio days, and you could hook an external speaker up to your CB radio, and and talk to people, but you couldn't see the speaker. So I would go in there on the mic and go woo like that, and it sounded like a police siren. That's rude. You'd see people scramble. Oh, it was hilarious. That is so rude. It is rude. Eight six six nine one six. But I did it anyway. Three seven seven six. Good morning. You're on the morning jam. Good morning, Mark. This is Lester. How y'all doing? This well, morning? hey, Lester. Good, Lester. How's it going? The uh, this cooler weather got me wanting to cook some. I went to uh, General Dollar yesterday, Dollar General, and they had run out of Duke's mayonnaise. No, and no. Chicken, and no chicken. No chicken. Wow. So I decided to go with some pork and some uh, beef. and uh, But anyway, uh, I had a little bit of Duke's left. I bought Kraft Mayo, which is, they have pretty good brand. I never have tried them before, but anyway, instead of Duke's. <laughs> Oh, that's just so sad. I don't know what I got time. I don't know what I got time to cover this or not, Mark. But the other day you were talking about the interview with Salty on the Tom Sullivan show. You remember that? Yes, sir, I did. Uh-huh. And you seem distraught because uh, Salty don't have time for you guys in the movie. <laughs> I did seem did distraught. Well, he's working. Yeah. In Nelson County, and he I said in the morning. And when I got the greeting I got from y'all, it made me understand that maybe y'all were glad to hear from me that's really oh we're glad to hear from you always that's why when we lost you we were glad we got you back that's right we got disconnected during the commercial break so (laughs) yeah that's exactly well lester have a good weekend bud we're we're so glad that uh, cook it up buddy. and 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 if we see any uh duke mayonnaise running stray we'll let you know and get it to you (laughs) i know i do i do have my vault downstairs you know, right, your fault. Yeah, some people keep guns Prepper in their, closet in their gun dukes. vault. I, right, right. I right. have to keep. I have to keep my dukes under lock and key. Mark's probably going. I need more room for the weapons. I got. <laughs> I got the little the little flat one that I keep under glass in case of emergency. Oh, gosh. I got to break that bad boy open. Sure. Let me tell you, there there are some problems right now finding Getting certain stuff. things. I know. My uh, my Mark loves the Zatarans jalapeno cornbread okay you can't find it anywhere really and i was looking online yesterday huh i could buy one one box one little box for 15 dollars. no that's not gonna happen yeah, that's not good ever huh so i don't know if they stopped making it now people are gouging i don't right. know uh killer well, dave's happens. also has one he likes that one okay um but i'm gonna have to get creative and and start making my own because wow not paying that for it that's no. for dang sure not gonna happen well we could be looking at some shortages i mean the word has been out there that this could be a thing i guess you know so I i'm guess just so. saying go go to sam's this weekend and get your water while they still have it well uh this story real quick before we go top okay. executive at plant-based food company beyond meat right has been charged with felony battery you know no. what my, you know what my theory is vegetarians are angry somebody needs to give this man a hamburger and i mean a real one um he's been charged with felony battery after a fight outside a college football game Mm -hmm. where he was accused of biting a man's nose no yes yuck why because he hadn't had any meat for a while uh he's been charged with making terroristic threats wow 
He has been suspended indefinitely. How about that? According to the report, he was angered when another driver inched in front of him in a traffic lane and made contact with the front passenger wheel on his Ford Bronco SUV. So he got out of his vehicle, punched through the back windshield of the other driver's car. Holy cow. The driver told police he got out of the car. Ramsey pulled him close, began punching him, and then bit the tip of the other driver's nose, inflicting injury. I guess so. Wow. Yeah. I'm telling you, he's angry because he's eating that plant-based crap. Now we just need to find somebody to bite in the throat, and then we can put Mike Tyson, this guy, and it could be an ear-nose-throat trio. (laughs) Gross. (laughs) Make today awesome. And go eat a hamburger. Yeah, no doubt. We'll see you Monday.